Welcome to Dead, Dead cool. Man's Hollow. Oh, no, don't do that yet. We're not actually in Dead Man's Hollow. We're like, welcome to, uh, like, the brothers are going to play some... No, 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 the name of the show is Dead Man's Hollow. I got you. All right. Yeah. That, that's welcome where I was going Dead with Man's that. Hey, 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 well, I do the intro Dead Man's here. Yeah, all right, all right, on, I got on, you. I got, I, I got, no, I, I got it, I got it. Welcome to Are We Doing This Presents Dead Man's Hollow. A weekly podcast with three friends who play a D&D game together. Let's call it uh, an ongoing side project of Are We Doing This that brings hosts and listeners into an industrial ruin. Are, are we workshopping the intro right now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. we gotta. Okay. I mean, I, I imagine what between... All of that, we have something that you can slice together. Yeah. Or I just won't. I'll skip it. Yeah, um, that's you. <laughs> all right. But yeah, no, I, I know how to awake on foreign shores. Don't tell me what to do, man. <laughs> Last episode, uh, Clash D, the clay man, and Clavier, another clay man, uh, were in Dead Man's Hollow. Uh, Clash D was played by Nashty. Nashty, tell us what was up what what happened to Clashty over the course of bring us up to speed with Clashty a Clashty and a Clavier uh awoke on foreign shores and uh uh they woke up they got formed they got uh fired they climbed out of the pit lots of time passed then there's an altercation between Clashty and a Clayjay uh after which Clavier knocked the Clayjay's head right off, and he knocked his block off. He knocked his block you off. Knocked his block off. <laughs> and so, <laughs> not his block. Uh, oh no, my block. Um, and that got him on the bad list with the Clayjays pretty yes. permanently. Yes, and then, uh, at a point in the future, we were stomping some shadow snakes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When Clavier went mad with shadow snake power and attacked uh, the Clashty, who was trying to help him with the whole uh, shadow snakes eating his arms thing. But then the Clayjays saw an opportunity to exact vengeance on the Clavier for what. The Clavier did to the Clay J all that time ago. And the Clavier was struck down, and the Cl- Clash G was left legless next to the uh, remains of the Clavier, which would not be burned or buried. They were to be cast into the river unceremoniously. Yes, like trash. That. Exactly. And then Clay J arrived on the scene. Clayjant J. Right. So Xavier, you are playing Clayjant J. I am. I am reprising the role of Clayjant J this week. Yes, Clayjant J is like the Jays, but he's from another place. He he's not from around here. He's not from around here. You awake on foreign shores, Clayjant J. You've just arrived in Dead Man's Hollow. Correct. Um, 
What was it that brought you here? What, 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 what triggered the arrival of an of a clagent? You know, it's it's rare for them to have to step step in and actually come down to the hollow themselves. I sense a disturbance. You sensed a disturbance specifically. Yes, yes, me. And so you headed down to the hollow. You put yourself into a shipping container. You had the other clagents close the doors, and you could feel it moving around through space and possibly time. And you felt it being lowered onto the ground. The doors swing open, and you're in the hollow. You've arrived. Mm-hmm. Looking around you, you see clayjays, clysics, cloners, claviers, clashties, all milling about. Most of them seem to be doing their jobs to be running this large factory building that you can see just to your right, grabbing clay out of the hillsides and either making more clay men or taking the clay and, and firing it into product in the factory. Uh, there's sewer pipes to be sold. <laughs> there's always sewer pipes. What do you do? There's always sewer pipes to be sold. It's an eternal business. That was everyone needs a culvert. You know, that's what that's what <laughs> the Jays say. Culverts for all. Culverts for everyone. You know, that's the J way. <laughs> so, what do I do? What do I do? I. What What would a Clayton J do? I walk up to the nearest Clay J and I ask him, <clears throat> "Hey, buddy." Anything weird happened around here lately? Clayton J. Oh wow, it's incredible to see a Clayton here. Well, these uh, we had a shadow snake thing. That was weird. That just happened. Uh, that just happened a little bit ago. Actually, here, let me take you over there. Um, let me show you the way. Tell me more about this shadow snake problem. Well, over here you'll see the sort of like legless upper torso of a clashty. He can actually tell you himself. He was, like, witness to it. Clashty, what happened to this clavier, man? Like, it just went crazy, right? And started attacking people with his big shadow snake, uh, arm guys. I've heard of this before. I, I, I've seen these pictures long ago in the prophecy. I don't know anything about a prophecy, but, yeah, this clavier just went off the rails. It attacked me, broke my legs off with the shadow snakes. I, I'm still kind of coming to grips with the state of my person. The, uh, the prophecy is only shared amongst the Clagents. I wasn't asking. The prophecy is that someday a Clavier will rise and wield snakes for hands and it's that, very... and that and he that... will overthrow the Clagents. Well, is he dead? This one. I, yes, very much so. The Clagents uh, overwhelmed him. Blast. Supposed to bring him in alive. Well, we're gonna throw what's left of him in the river. You want some help? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you walk? If I have to explain why I can't walk, I don't know how you became a clagent. <laughs> I just got here, man. I spent the last 16 hours in a shipping container. Tell me why you can't walk. My legs are broken. Torso and arms. Oh, shit. It happened, didn't it? The the weirdly specific uh, prophecy, yeah, yes, <laughs> and 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 it, it uh, but it stopped short of the clavier actually taking over. Well, he was on his way there, 
You got you got to you got to work up to it. Was he cutting down uh clay people? Clash she just looks down at the shattered remains of his legs, then looks back up to to Clay J and nods. Other than you, was he cut was he cutting down other clay people? Yeah, uh he had taken down uh, another Clay J years ago at this point. Oh, oh, I heard about this one. Didn't he knock his block off? He knocked his block off. <laughs> he knocked his block off. Oh no, my block. <laughs> well, at I the guess. mention of the word block and getting his block knocked off, the various clay jays around you guys kind of perk their ears on it. What? You guys talking about that again? Oh, okay. Well, I'd like to do some investigating. Investigate away. Bring me to the body. It's it's right here. I, again, I can't walk, so I, I haven't moved since. <laughs> Would you like me to get you a chair? Yes. Please. Uh, I pull oh, a... Oh, Clayton J, better than a chair, you can simply direct some claviers to carry Nashty around. Clashty. Clavier. Carry Clashty around for the rest of the month. Till his legs grow oh, back. Oh, can I bring a buddy? You're gonna need a buddy. I'm gonna bring a buddy. So two, two, two uh, claviers kind of hoist Clashty up on their shoulders and... You know, it's clear that later they can kind of like cement the joints there and just have kind of like a very tall clashty on the shoulders of these claviers. Uh, He's literally standing on the shoulders of giants. Standing on the shoulders of giants is what he is. And now, clashty, you actually have an incredible view. You know, not only do you have your bright blue eyes, which can, you know, made of pebbles which can see incredibly well but you're you know you're about 10 feet up off the ground now so you got a little extra purchase so let me tell you let me tell you a secret about these claviers is does that have to do with the prophecy it does is it just the prophecy (laughs) (laughs) well played Uh. no <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, don't apologize for that. That was great. That was perfect. Um This is that organic content that the people want and crave. Yeah. Uh, every one in a thousand claviers has a little chip in this chip. Allows a chip on the shoulder? No no no. Like a computer chip. What's a computer? It's not an iPad. <laughs> okay. Clashties are unfamiliar with either of these terms. Okay, what 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 does what does this thing do? This chip it allows them to break protocol and establish free will. Hmm. Wait, wait, did Claviers already have free will? Uh, DM. Uh, not to your understanding, Clayton J. So the chip is important. They're a sort of a mindless, thoughtless young group of clay people. But if but if this if this Clavier really did what you say it did. It should have the chip. Oh, okay. I start rifling around through the pile of clay that was the clavier. There's no chip. Are you sure? You don't find a chip? There should be one, right? There's a place, you know... There's a place where the chip was. Or never was. Maybe it didn't get installed, but this particular clavier did not have a chip, which is deeply concerning. Something seems fishy. Right. Hmm. I think somebody might have stolen his chip. He did get broken to bits by a bunch of clay jays. That did also happen kind of minutes ago. Yeah. 
interesting. <laughs> As I arrived or shortly before I arrived? Like minutes before you arrived. The part where you left 18 hours before the incident occurred, knowing that something was a little weird and arrived right after it happened is, is kind of part of the... It's sort of your one big power as a Clagent. This is the kind of... Premonition. Uh, foresight that the Clagents have. They know that they are needed. Which way did they go? The Clages? No, the trees. Well, the trees are right over there, and Clashy points to the tree line of clay trees. No, the Clay-Jay, silly fool. Well, not to be so rude about it. Gosh, are all Clagens like this? Yes. Oh, great. Well, the clay, <laughs> the clay jays are, uh, the clay jays are still here. They're the ones that have been listening to us. Oh. No, clay jays perk up and say, "Yeah, we have been here the whole time, Clayjen Jay. Should we just like go back to work? What do we do? Like, is this? Are you handling it? I can't work like this." <laughs> It's for my work. I'm, I'm going to need to talk to each one of you individually. Well, we do stamp numbers on the shoulders of ourselves when we're manufactured, so you can which, just kind of like call one's us by the, number. Which one's the most shifty out of all of you? They all kind of point at a random different clay jay. <laughs> they have actually developed internecine rivalries even amongst themselves though as like a group they really mistreat all the other clay people uh it seems that they also mistreat each other which one of you uh was closest friends with the bourbon thrower three different clay jays raised their hands and they look at each other and then two <laughs> of them put their hands down and I... one of them steps forward you three he is you're coming with me number Whoa, you're taking all three of them. Okay. Well, so he's number 54, and I guess you'll also grab... You're making me write stuff down, man. <laughs> Numbers 54, 31, and 56. You know, you could have just made them 54, 55, 56, right? Nope. Had to roll for them. 54, 31, 56? Yeah. Okay. Do that. So now you guys are a retinue of three Clay Jays, a Clagent J, and a Clash D with some Clysics attached. Claviers. Claviers. You're right, you're right. Clysics don't carry people. Clysics don't carry people. Clysics carry bikes. They carry bikes and they <laughs> carry heavy, heavy stones. Yeah, and the. Very strong. And burdens. Yeah. They think of the stones as their children, and they're just very good at kind of doing a dad lift. Like, <laughs> ah, I got your nose! I got your nose! <laughs> classic classics. Classic classics. Classic. <laughs> so, three Clay Jays. Where were you three when uh, Clavier got cut down? Uh, and I guess the other, all the rest of the claymen start to go back to their various works. So now it's just you guys. You're all standing around the, what, dead body of the, the clavier that went, went mad with snake power. <laughs> Tell me about where you were when this happened. Well, the, uh, three different clay jays, one of them was in the boiler house. 
Uh, one of them was over at the factory, and one of them, when it happened, was by the kiln ovens, and you guys are right by the factory, kind of off to the south. Kleje, who was at the factory, when did when did you come to uh, to assist? Uh, well, we were working really hard in the the business factory doing business, and then uh, we heard kind of a commotion outside and a big uh, noise, like a tree branch cracking, and, and we came out here. I did, and and I guess um, I assume that some of the other claymen came out. I, I wasn't really paying attention to them. Uh, and we got out here, and it had all kind of, like, gone down, or was kind of going down as we were, uh, shuffling forward. Okay. Did you see anyone take anything from the, de- from the desecrated corpse? No, no. We were watching the whole time, and, and the, he had snake arms, and then Clay Jays attacked him and threw their arms at him. One of them, like, picked up the arms of his dead clay buddies and, and used them to kill, you know, got those snakes. I don't think that there was ever a, a chip in him. You don't know about the chip? How do you know about the chip? Who told you about the chip? No, I mean, like, you just told... We, we were, like, standing three three feet away, man. You you just told the Clashty about it, too, even though you said it was only for agents. But we just kind of let that slide to be polite. That's fair. <laughs> to ensure secrecy, I'm gonna need to do something. Oh? You're now an honorary Clagent. All three of them. And Clashty. And the two Claviers. That are, that are carrying Clashty. Yes. You are all sworn to You're just the secrecy. The secrecy. <laughs> the secrecy. The secrecy. I said what I said. You're sworn to secrecy. Tell us a little bit more about the secrecy, Clagent J asks one of the new Clagents. Wait, 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 why am I asking questions? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't. Oops. Uh. <laughs> All right. The investigation continues in circles like this for some hours. And why are you questioning me? No. Why are you questioning me? Eventually, uh, some Klyzaks come over and, in a very fatherly way, kind of like bring the group of Euclidians, uh over to one of the holes in the ground. It's full of fire. That's typically where, where all the clay folks gather at night and stare at the fire, stay warm there, and kind of recharge their internal heat. Maybe kind of like watch the little babies cooking and cooking into little baby Klyzaks and little baby Claviers, as, as you guys were not long ago. Um, what do you guys do during this kind of rest time? Eventually the conversation sort of draws to a close he probably didn't have a chip in him and that's weird i imagine that uh clay folk would get broken fairly often and so i'm wondering what can be done about my leg situation is there a clockter i can talk to we can just put new clay where your legs used to be that is a solution and it does permanently alter you as as a, a particular uh, a particular Clashty who, who has a different colored set of legs from the legs that he used to have because um, 
you guys are sort of raw clay from the earth and, and there's not necessarily kind of color consistency, nor does there need to be. Yeah, those repairs can occur, but they'll take some time. Um, fashioning a new pair of legs is going to take as long as it'll take to uh, cook a, a baby clavier, for example, uh, into a functioning little clay man, not into like a roast. <laughs> Get away from your human notions of cooking babies. This is good. This is their gestation. <laughs> this is good They're and in the pure. Womb of the earth, and you man. don't you dare ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, during this time, Clash is gonna get the ball rolling on some new legs. Alright. Clash to you are uh, starting to sculpt new legs for yourself with the assistance of Claviers who come over and, and sort of bring you raw materials and things. Clayton Jay, what are you up to during this kind of evening quiet period? This is your first night in Dead Man's Hollow. You you uh, aren't typically down in the hollow, so it's, it's been a while. I'm talking to some Clay Jays and talking to some Klyzics and talking to some Connors, but no Clashties. Wow, okay. Um, so you kind of ignore the, the blue-pebbled guardians and don't have time for them tonight. Don't have time for them tonight, but you you start to do some investigation. I also try to work my way up the power stance of the of the Clay J group. Clayton J wanders off into the the crowd of clay men that kind of mill about the the fires of the earth at night. Clash to you are uh, sitting at the fire forging your legs and. Uh, various claviers come up, and, and this is the first time you've really had kind of an opportunity to not be under the watchful eye of this claygen. So, uh, yeah, I, how are you feeling? I am still kind of thinking about what happened and if I could have done something differently. Shouldn't blame myself for what happened, but in some ways, it probably would have been better if I just let. The clavier get eaten by shadow snakes. I'd still have my legs. Uh, maybe the clagent would have shown up. Maybe he wouldn't have. But it would have been a more normal day in the hollow. Yeah, that's certainly true. Things have really kind of gone off the rails for you. Uh, I guess roll some... Uh, roll for legs? Roll roll for, for <laughs> um, hand dexterity, really, right? I mean, roll yeah. for... Uh, the artistic creation of a thing out of raw materials. I rolled an eleven. Okay. Uh, do you think that the the Clashties as a as a people are, are particularly good at making stuff? Not very very good, but they're probably not bad. So like a plus three. Okay. So like a fourteen. Yeah. There well, the claviers nearby rolled to try to help you. And, oh, they rolled a 7 and a 6, respectively, so uh, they uh, can kind of, like, bring you lumps of clay to forge your legs out of, but they have no real artistic input to add, unfortunately. You do notice, though, that in the mouth of one of the claviers, there seems to be a little piece of purple moss that it's kind of chewing on while it hauls clay over. Hmm. Where did you get that moss? It didn't look... Or is it the moss familiar? Have I seen that moss growing in the hollow? Or is that not something that would be... Uh, how unusual is that? Well, the clay men do kind of like test things and try to ingest organic materials that they come along. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, everything goes into the fires eventually, you know, but the purple moss seems a little new. The edges of the hollow fade into kind of all different terrains over the course of a, a month and a year. Yeah, so I'll ask the clavier, where did you find that moss? Well, it grows under the jay tree. The jay tree. The big oak, the the jay got turned into. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The okay. jay tree, the jay tree. You want to try that again? Yes. It grows under the jay tree. Ah, does it do anything for you? I like it. It's well, a good enough reason for anything, I guess. The other clavier you see is is not chewing on moss of any kind. Who could know? Next time, once I'm up and about again, I'm going to. I made a note to go to the clay tree or to the yeah to the clay jay tree. The jay tree. The jay tree. There you mm-hmm. go. The jay tree. And just check that out when I can. Cool. Uh, at this point, your legs are are fully formed and. Now comes the part where some Klyzaks kind of lift you up and they bring you close to the, the holes in the earth where the fires are. Like you're a little kid sitting at the edge of a swimming pool, right? Kind of like dangling your new legs in and letting them harden and fire. And by morning you should have working kicks, you know? New kicks. Clayton J, you've been kind of watching the Clash D from a distance and, and seeing that he's... You know, kind of like checking in on him with your eyes every hour or two. Um, and see that he's getting, making new legs. Uh, and you've been investigating. How's that going? Well, I'm finding out some things. Okay, you talk to the cloners. Yes, I talk Go to the cloners. Uh, mm-hmm. 20? Roll d20? You got a natural 20? No, no, no. Do you want me to roll the d20? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I thought you would roll a 20. Don't. Eight. You got an eight? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you think that maybe you should ask the cloners if they know anything about the shadow snakes or if any of the Xaviers are going crazy. So, cloner, what do you know about any of the shadow snakes or Xaviers going crazy? Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that. I believe that the shadow snakes have actually come from, like, an eighth-dimensional place, and they're here in order to disrupt all the stuff that we got going on in the hollow. They're here to disrupt our economy. They're going to screw up the futures forecasts for, you know, like, Union Pipe Co. I picked the wackadoo one, didn't I? I just, you know, I know what's going on here, and it's a lot, man. There's, like, forces at work. Is is there another another cloner I can talk to? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me go get one. Um, Hey... Agent J, how's it going? Good. What do you know about Xavier's going crazy or shadow snake issues? Mmm. Uh, shadow snakes, I mean, like, uh, they come and, like, I stomp on them. Uh, I do like to stomp the shadow snakes. I'm kind of a jam man myself, if you know. Uh, that's how I roll. So, Connor the jam man. Stomping on them shadow snakes. You believe snakes. they're from a different dimension? What? No, they just like show up out of the forest, man. I, okay. I don't. What are, so, so the other one was. Have you crazy. gone crazy like that? Clavier went crazy. Nope. Uh, another cloner just told me they show up out of the forest, and I just wanted to make sure I wasn't talking to another wackadoo. Do you hear him? The hoofed one. Do you hear him, Clayton J? The hoofed one. What the hell are you on about? 
Let me go get another cloner. Hey, Clayton J. It's really interesting to meet a Clayton. How? Well, can you tell me about your work, man? No time for that. Do you hear the hooved one? Calling in the forest. He calls for you, my brother. I hear it now. I must go. Clagent J runs to the forest. Alright. You run from the fires that are in the holes in the earth. You run past the factory. Yeah? Confirm. You run past the boiler house. Confirm. I run into the forest. You run past the blacksmith shop. the sound of the hooved one. Past the bridge. Past where the house was. And to grandmother's house we go. <laughs> Deep into the hollow. You look up. And you see up amongst the trees a vast purple deer. You see its antlers, and they're taller than the tops of the tallest oaks and ashes and pines that are here. And you see its hooves, and they're the size of telephone pole diameters. This thing is a hundred feet tall. You look up and up and up. It's got maybe 10 or 15 or 16 antler points on its huge purple deer head. And the points of the antlers just keep going up into space. Almost like the way that the shipping containers just come down from <laughs> the gray sky on cables and drop in. It seems like the hoofed one is reaching back up into that space with its horns. Plashti, your legs are mostly healed and you're able to stand up and kind of turn. It's nearly dawn now. You saw that Clayton Jay just like bolted towards the forest. Then you look out and you see it too. You see the hoofed one. You're seeing it well from far away, but um, it, it's exactly as as Clayton Jay is seeing it. It's hundreds of feet tall. It's a giant, sort of translucent purple deer. Come to the edge of the clearing here. I ask the deer, "What do you want with me?" I, uh, Clash D, what do you do? I kind of make my way slowly towards the edge of the clearing towards the uh okay. deer. Uh so you start. Will will that my would that route take me by the J Yeah, so there's kind of the factory, the boiler house, uh the blacksmith shop, then the J tree. These are all right next to Dead Man's Run. And then the run kind of opens up mm -hmm. into where the quarries are and then Clayton J is kind of at the edge of where the quarries are looking out at the forested hillside that's next to those quarries and it is descending down that hillside from Table Rock where this vast deer is standing um, I'm gonna while I pass it I'm going to take a minute and look around and see if I can find some of that moss that the oh you don't need to take a minute to on. find it um, almost as if drawn to the vast deer on the side that the 
steer is, and not on the other side of the clay jay, but on all the surfaces that are directly facing the deer. A purple moss, which maybe had been there before, is just the little microbes, just the spores and starts of, of it, is almost wriggling to life. It's growing so fast. It seems to be pulling material out of the clay ground around the tree. Like, it's easy to spot the moss. And you see that a lot of the claviers, not all of them, but, eh, you know, at least 20 or 30 of maybe the 100 claviers that are in Dead Man's Hollow right now, um, the numbers fluctuate, you see, as, as shipping containers drop and claymen get loaded into them and sent off somewhere else where they're needed. And about 30 of them are just headed straight towards the the J tree. All of them seem to be chewing on this moss. Clavier, or Clagent J, uh, what is it that you asked the hoofed one? What, what do you know about the, uh, the incident with the snakes? Oh, you asked something before that. You asked, what do, what you, do you want, want from me? me? What do you want from me? What do you know about the incident with the snakes? The hoofed one and at first seems not to hear you at all. It's been immobile since you first spotted it, just standing absolutely still. And then its vast head bows low and peers down at you. As it does that, and its antlers move, the um, purple strings that are coming down from the sky move with it. And it looks down and it says, I want nothing. Why were you calling for me? I needed you to get out of the way. I'm hungry. Interesting. Clashty, you see that the uh, claviers, the 30 or so that uh, have been chewing this purple moss, um, they've gotten to the tree now and they're starting to climb it. I'm going to stop one of them and ask, uh, what's going on? Oh, it's happening. The prophecy's happening. The prophecy? The ritual. I mean, we're here. We're going to propitiate. we got to go. we got to get up the tree. This is what we were meant for, man. This is what... And this particular clavier just keeps climbing up the tree. Clagent J, the, the hoofed one, begins to move. It begins to walk steadily towards the J tree. What do you do? I say, this has been Dead Man's Hollow. <laughs> a and d podcast. Let's do it as a group. An occasional podcast with hosts and it's listeners true. of Are We Doing This? Cool. A weekly podcast with four internet friends who have no idea what they're doing. Oh, don't cross the streams. You've already done it too much. <laughs>